Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your eight and a half favorite podcast. How do you say it? eight and a half? Uh, you're asking the wrong guy about right. numbers. I'm Chandler Farmer. I'm Alec Hensley. And this week we have our regular segments. Uh, we got Beef Lifestyle, What the Feed, Google This, a little Sap MDB. I uh, got a couple shows, plus Last Dance Recap, Episode 5. Mm-hmm. And six, uh, I thought they were really good. I feel like it's heating up. It's just constantly just fastball after fastball after fastball. I think it's great entertainment, but I still have my same quarrels with it. I'm sure you do. <laughs> the Border Wars back. Got to talk about that. We have some backup quarterback news in the NFL. Everybody's favorite news. Uh, then we're going to, I think, talk about our favorite parts of quarantine. Maybe, maybe not. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, and then just kind of whatever we feel like mixing in. But before we get to all that, Quick word from our sponsors. we got to give them a shout-out, the boys at Fertilizer Service Company, uh, Logan Pyatt and that crew up there in God's country, Fairfax Mo, Northwest Missouri. Uh, they're, they're out there busting their ass because it is their season. This is, this is their prime time. Uh, so if you need them, hit them up at 660-686-2402. That's the first time I've ever read the memorized the number off the top of my head. Good for you. Only like a year and a half of podcasting. As long as you got it done. All right. As you guys know, they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. All right, let's get it started. Bowed my soul, I gave it all. But loving you was never easy. All right, man. How was your weekend? What did I do this weekend? Um, let's see. You worked Saturday. Disc Fri- golf. Friday. Had a f- we had a buddy come hang out. Oh, yeah. Friday, we hung out here. Yeah. Paul came over. Yeah. Shout out Bex. We and- needed to emotionally lift everybody. Yeah. We did play a lot of disc golf, which is the sport for social distancing. For quarantine, yeah. Yeah. I also played some tennis. I was active as fuck on Sunday. So you had a good weekend? Yeah, I had a great weekend. That's good. I did some day drinking on Saturday. Well, let's try to keep this uplifting spirit, because I got some uh, new reviews in that we should read on air. Let's hear them. This one is from Pokey Trainer. Very cool guys who are very chill. I love the broadness of it. Yeah. Already. I mean, that was my nickname in high school. Very cool guy, very chill. Who is very chill, yeah. It's oh. pretty long, but like the kids all knew it. Oh. The teachers sometimes call me that too. Interesting. Well, this guy says, I like this podcast. They are cool. Um, I love the redundancy because they are nice and smart and fun and cool. I don't, oh, man. Our listeners, hey. I like them. Cool podcast. I appreciate it. I'm not going to judge that. No, I, I love our listeners. Nobody's ever called them the smartest. But nobody's ever called us the smartest. That's true. We're on the same playing field. 100%. They're just like us, beautiful little creatures who just roam this earth and enjoy sports-adjacent audio forums. They sound like podcast-listening uh, sprites. like uh, Not like fairies, but sprites. They're a little bit bigger. They I don't, talk more. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Missed that one. Uh, so we have another one from Lexi KJ7. Feels like I'm sitting around with my friends as I listen. I love hearing Alec go off the rails and Chandler reeling and back in. Well, that's only happened a couple times. That's the most accurate <laughs> review we've ever had of all time. Two super easy to like guys, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Hey. Appreciate it. I mean, it. you can't beat it with a stick. 45 ratings, all five stars so far. Appreciate you. We love you guys. 100%. I don't think we say that enough. True. You quit the sign off. I know, because it, it, felt, it, it felt like I... I said it so much, it didn't feel special. Yeah. I wanted to make it feel special when I it's said fair. it. That's why I, uh, I'll i never buy a card and just sign my name for that sole reason. Mm. You know what? Screw my lifestyle tip. This is it now. I always buy cards with plenty of space so you can write it. Because honestly, if I get a card from somebody that's just, happy birthday, love whoever, I am not concerned about this super generic Hallmark card that... You know, you just randomly pick. Take out. five seconds and customize the card. I, I like to I like to out. buy the ones with either the just the most off the wall picture I can find. Like yeah. it doesn't pertain to anything. Do you doodle on it? No, I'm not a very good doodler, but oh, I do enough. like to take cards that aren't meant for that reason and like scribble out a word <laughs> and like put a different word in because that makes it feel like customized. Yeah, I'm always like, I'll give you a couple sentences. Yeah, if I'm I gonna buy you a card, yeah. I treat it like a Mad Lib. Like I, I like I would prefer if the card just had blanks in it and I could add my own like adjectives and nouns. Interesting. That's not a bad card. Son idea. of a bitch. I need to get on that before. I mean, <laughs> Hallmark is already taking that from me right now. How did no. Good. Question. I'm so fucking mad that I said that out loud. Well, let's get into the beefs. OK, so this is what we're mad about this week. And we're just going to go off on tangents about the little things that piss us off, or big things, depending. I'm going to start off. Go ahead. So, as you all know, I've talked about this, we've all been cooking a lot. It's now is the time to whip out, chef up, and really show off what you got. Or, it doesn't matter, if you aren't that good, just try. Now's the time to improve. Nobody's around to judge you. You don't have to post every single meal on Instagram, or whatever. Yeah. You know, but now's your time to improve. Perfect timing. True. Well, my beef is with the fucking Watt brothers, specifically TJ and JJ Watt. Did you do your lifestyle first? Is that what that was? No, that was leading into the beef. This is why I'm so mad because now's the time to improve on cooking and I want everybody to get out there. But these two specifically, I think cooking just limits it, like improve on everything. Sure, sure, but in in this exact beef. Yeah, go ahead. Literally today, both of them tweeted out about cooking. This is I'm going to read you the first one. TJ Watt, does anyone else enjoy plain noodles? No salt, no butter, no nothing. No. Fuck out of here, TJ Watt. You're a fucking millionaire. <laughs> Are you serious? You're just eating plain carbs. That is the widest tweet. I mean, I don't even know if I could think of anything worse. Yeah. Like even plain rice is better than just plain noodles. Agreed. Oh, hundred percent. Like if I if I eat a plain noodle, I'm like this needs butter, it needs parmesan, Anything. it needs olive oil, something. Yeah. And then I'm gonna show you right now. JJ Watt tweeted this. I'm not saying I would win any cooking contests, quote, unless the winner is the one who sits off the most fire alarms, but chef skills are starting to improve during quarantine. That's fucking raw meat and vegetables just sitting in a pan. Yeah. 
Maybe he's on that diet. Maybe he's on the raw diet. Are you fucking serious? There is zero seasoning in this picture. Zero seasoning, just raw steak and like raw vegetables. Well, if you take the picture early enough, people can't judge you for the outcome. Yeah. Oh. Leave it up to their imagination. Just be better. Be better than that. I have faith that 99% of people are at least doing better than that. Like, even if you just take an instant ramen pack and like drop, an drop some extra, like some green onions, yeah. an egg, like a hard boiled, even a soft boiled, you could drop anything extra in there. Tons of guides online on how to like just improve instant ramen just very quickly. Throw some leftover chicken you had cooked in there. Yeah. You grill some chicken, have a half a breast left over, chop it up in a dice, throw it in there. That is probably one of your, like, from somebody who eats your food, one of your best abilities is to use leftovers in a new meal. I love transforming leftovers. You're really good at it. It's one of my favorites. It's like it's like uh, solving a puzzle inside your fridge. Like, I look there, and it's like, there's all these pieces. I know they fit together somehow, but I have to figure it out. I mean, every now and again, you miss, but it's not that bad. I feel yeah. like when I miss, it's still like, I'll just coat it with sauce or something. That's true. That's true. Uh, my lifestyle that I had... For everybody uh, that I threw under the table does go along with that. Okay. Because it's, you know, just start building things. Like we're at that age where like eventually we're going to be needing to be handymen around the house a little bit. I feel like I'm kind of yeah, there. But like, this is like the time to like start doing it, you know? Yeah. You need to acquire some tools first. Yes. But once you, if, once you get kind of the basics. Just try it. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so my beef this week is May the 4th. Fuck May the 4th. It's so dumb. It is the dumbest shit. I just, I think the whole Star Wars thing is overplayed. Oh, man, it just upsets me. Neither one of us are Star Wars guys. I really just don't get it. I don't know if it's just space or I feel like they explain it poorly. Honestly, I feel like part of the issue was I was so young when I saw the first movies that I didn't want to read an essay to start this movie. You True, I'm bad at reading. So I'm don't always been bad at reading and it's moving. Right. I'm like, you're telling me uh, like, I'm like seven years old trying to watch this and this. The words are moving faster than I could even read them. There's like, a prelude chapter to this. That's all yeah. text. It was one of those deals. You know, we just got, we're in that generation where I feel like if we didn't have a older sibling or aunt, uncle or a parent that was like, big Star sit Wars. down and watch this with me. Yeah. Because, you know, when it came out, when it, it came out, when we were around, you know, it's like, there's already so much work to do. Right. You got to catch up a lot. It was one of those things where it's like the task was just so high and we're lazy. And I just think, May, yes, we are. May I mean, the 4th is a silly, silly thing. The very first email I received at 6 a.m. this morning had May the 4th be with you on it. Why? Just why do you need to bring that into work? It's like, I Oh, yeah. I it was an email around. that's going to... Th Hundreds of people. Do you ever email somebody and say, you know nothing, Jon Snow? No, because it's idiotic. Or the on May the 1st, the Justin Timberlake, it's gonna be May. You see that one? No. I got beef with that one, too, because yeah. we didn't no, see it, it that much. Dumb. We didn't see it that much this year, besides JT, who I do like, tweeted it himself. Mm -hmm. But typically, there's about a thousand of those that I have to fucking scroll through. Everybody's just too sad. I'm honestly kind of surprised that May the 4th, like that just shows you how strong the Star Wars, the Force oh, is. Oh, they are a cult of personality. Oh, what what is that song? It's by, uh, oh my gosh. It's, oh, this is going to aggravate. Personality. Yeah. 
Pearl Jam, I think. I think Pearl Jam. That's what I, I was kind of thinking, but I didn't want to say that first. <laughs> I wanted, if it was dumb, Way I wanted to you to throw say me under yeah. the bus. Yeah. But that's, uh, that was my beef. So you got a lifestyle for everybody? Yeah. The early bird gets the worm. Yeah. But the second mouse gets the cheese. I think now's a good those time. Are two different animals? Yeah, but they're all apples to oranges. Yeah, but I think what I'm trying to say is now's the perfect time to learn patience. I think a lot of people that, right that now. That sounds a lot better. Well, I mean, that's what the saying means. I think the saying means throw somebody under the bus before you, which you've already established you're great at. Hey, you got to hit. There's a thousand ways to skin a cat. You got to hit it from all different angles. Why do you know so many ways to skin a cat? I don't, but there's more than I know. Okay, sure. There's a thousand ways. Are there? Look it up. Fact check me. <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I don't really want to. Perfect. That's a dub <laughs> right there. Uh, what the feed? What do you got for me? Oh, so my what the feed this week is a school resource officer who taught a sexting class to middle schoolers was caught sending inappropriate tweet or text to said middle schoolers. This is my shocked face. <laughs> I mean, obviously. I knew where you're going with that the second you that you started saying that. One, who just has a sexting class? It probably wasn't called sexting. It was probably called um I'm trying to think. Uh The dangers of No that or like sexual and media relations. You think he pitched like that? something something where like media was in. It wasn't just called like sexting 101. I don't know. I don't really need to know, but I know that uh he spent multiple messages to some of these no doy <laughs> children like telling them that like you don't want to be you know this uh, it just feels dirty coming you, out of my mouth. You want to see Mr. Smith's wristwatch? No, it was like he was grooming them, but he was like, you don't want to spend your entire life like in this sexual phase or yada, yada, yada. And just very clear. I feel like most of them don't just come out and be like, hey, like what? Let's sext. Like because then the kids obviously right off the bat going to be like, mom, dad, like this is a weird text. That's true. They have to fucking build. They always do this little and they think they're they're like making it right in their own head. Yeah. Because they're making like, oh, no, the kid's comfortable. It's their decision. It wasn't my choice. Like He we... said that they had like reached out to him. Yeah, but obviously. Apparently, uh, obviously investigation he would say came that. out that he had just drunk texted him. I don't know why he had their numbers in his phone. Well, all Probably right. He's all right, class. Let's do a little role play. So, <laughs> all right, Charlotte, just go ahead and give me your cell phone number. And then we'll just text back and forth and we'll show the class. Why do you always choose me in class? Yeah. Jesus fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That hopefully that not only is he being fired and criminally pursued to the yeah. full extent of the law, the principal or whoever approved this class should also be fired. Yes. Huge fact. Yes. Like unless they just somehow slipped through the cracks and it was something that like he turned Hopefully a, no cracks he, were slipped in. Oh. Ugh, God. I, <laughs> God damn it. I was saying, like, if it was, like, a study hall, and he turned this, like, study hall into a, you kids want to learn how to be cool like me? and He just brought in his own prepared presentation. Yeah, yeah he's like, 
sexting 101. I don't think it. Oh my God. It definitely didn't just start like that. I hope it did. Just add a little bit of comedy to this. Think about writing that syllabus. <laughs> <laughs> like, is a 69% a hundred? Has to be. Like, if you, if you get a 69, that's an A. What is a hundred then? 420. <laughs> All right. What's your what the fee? <laughs> oh, God. Mine is, I need to pull it up real quick, but mine is a topless medical worker who blew off steam in Times Square. So this medical worker. This all seems pretty normal. She uh, she was worked six weeks straight. Yeah. She's some kind of, I think she's a physician's assistant is what it says. But on Monday morning, she did a piece of street performance art. But as you can see, she's wearing some type of mask. I think the key here is... A bikini bottom and nothing else. She is a medical worker and not an artist. She can be both. Not a professional artist. Name one. You can be an amateur artist. Those two fields don't typically mix. I I mean, I don't know. I'm not one to to say. One of those is like, you have to be absolutely by the book. You know what? Maybe that's why she did it. Yeah. Uh, She she said she was relieving stress. She said, I did to at least relieve some stress. Um, she all kept for her identity shielded, but she, How? uh, she wore that mask. Oh, she wore I, like I a big metal like, mask. There was some like tit coverage. Or... No, they're out. Like the New York post blurred them out. But like in one picture, she's just like, but she, she said she's been working, uh, for six weeks and she's seen a lot of death. So she wanted to mix art and costumes to relieve her tension from two very cool guys. Not very cool of you, New York Times or New York Post, for blurring those. I think they they had to, but no. If they were, if they, they can do whatever they want, it's their platform. I guess, unless I don't know how it would be if they don't have her consent, though. Who took the photo? That, that's I don't know. Lots of questions there. Lots yeah. of questions. You have uh, anything interesting this week? Uh, Google this to uh, inform the people of what to look so up. So my week? Google this. Is once upon a time, In the Hollywood? state of South Dakota thought it would be a very good idea to run an ad campaign for driving safe in the snow. Okay. This is how it turned out. Their slogan. Think before you jerk. Hashtag don't jerk and drive. Jerking, <laughs> jerking isn't a joke. Hashtag don't jerk and drive. Stay the course. Let off the gas. Re-enter traffic. Hashtag. Don't jerk and drive. Don't jerk. Think. What are you doing to stop people from jerking? Share an image and remind your friends and family not to jerk the wheel. The only one of those that is okay is tell your friends and family not to jerk the wheel. Like, that is absolutely necessary. If it would have not said wheel, if it would have said not to jerk. I would have loved it. I or would've... not to jerk and drive. Mm. That's how I, like they finally on the last one, they had already published the other three yeah. and they were typing out that last one. They're like, Oh shit. They're innocent up there. Oh, they don't, you know, that's a little more Minnesota, but I have a proposition. Okay. We just combine those two. The Dakotas. Yeah. Then you have to, I feel like you have to combine the Carolinas. I feel like they're one of the original 13. Okay. And so there's a little bit more his, 
historical value to keeping them separate. Yeah. Do we, okay, if we combine the Dakotas, do we bring in Puerto Rico? Yes. Yeah, because I could not handle having 49 states. Or Guam. Whichever. I think Puerto Rico was... I think Puerto Rico deserves it Wasn't it established first as a... United States? Like a providence or whatever. How I don't... I don't know the... Like a territory. I don't know the verbiage. I think that now that we're kind of fleshing this out, put Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands all as what? Oh, so like, kind of like how, uh, like, isn't Indonesia just a group of islands? Yes. Or, yeah. yeah. You yeah. Just do it like that? Correct. And they would all be I don't think together. they would like that very much. Well, here's the thing. Uh, what, the Puerto Ricans and the Virgin Islands people? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that they would want to just all of a sudden have one culture be all the same. Like, or if you just call it, if you gave it an overlapping name, but then you still had like Puerto Rico, you still had the separate. Right. It's just like almost counties or, you know, individual areas like, you know, northern. You would name the whole territory. Right. Northern Col- or Northern California is different from Southern California. You know, like they're going to have their own yeah, individual cultures regardless. They're still not known as separate entities. I think that. They're no, like they're known as separate like places. Getting statehood is probably like just at all is probably going to be more beneficial in the long run. It'd be interesting to see what they think about it. I think uh, the fact that people want to make D.C. a state is ridiculous. It should not be. No, but I will say that they probably need to reduce the size of D.C. Think it's getting too big? Well, I think that... Too big, too fast, kind of like our podcast. (sighs) Not how I thought you were going to end that sentence. Uh, Sure. Um, But they... Well, nobody's saying that about my junk. Or I don't know about yours, but I hope so. I hope someone's like whispering that to their friends. My girlfriend, I hope you're telling all your people. She's not. <laughs> I'm sorry to break that to you. Oh well, uh, you know what? I'm just a broken man now. It's all right. Together, broken, tiny man, tiny tiny man. <laughs> but like, just reduce the size and give that land back to the states because a lot of those people get fucked over and you know, divvying up decisions because they're like, Hey, kind of fuck DC. They Fair don't enough. Get as I much. don't really know the geological geographical, excuse me, layout of Washington DC that well. Well, let's get on to uh, something even more articulate. What is that? 500 years ago, they have discovered a manuscript that uses fuck for the first time. Where's it? What's the country of origin? I have it. Please use it in a sentence. Well, Apparently, they have like a couple of different uh, words that like we didn't know of. Um, New ways to say fuck? I'm all in. Well, it was spelled a little bit differently. I am literally all ears. Scotland is where it was from. And it was a professor uh, who's a medieval historian from State University of New York wrote that the earliest appearance of the F word... um, Roger fuck by the navel who appears in some court Come records. Again? Roger fuck by the navel. Name who, so nice you got to say it twice. You know what I'm saying? Of court records in 1310 to 11. I always make sure my students are aware of old Roger. The profanity appears in a poem recorded by a bored student in Indenburg while under lockdown as the plague ravaged Europe. I was going to say, fuck naval is dodging the plague like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Well, they had a couple of things. Like, apparently the person who wrote it 
was like a bastard, but they used a different term for it. Um, snow? Was he a snow? No, uh, but I just found another interesting thing trying to uh, scuttle this real quick. Are you deciphering the word fuck right now? Are you like uh, Nicholas Caging the word fuck? Well, they spelled it F-U-K-K. And an insult okay. is the first use of it. How do you think, pronounce it in today's language, instead of F-U-C-K, pronounce it today F-U-K-K. When fuck it? You would say fuck it? It's F-U-K-K-I-T. Oh, it's IT. I didn't hear the IT yeah, yeah, part. Yeah. It's uh when fuck it funneling, which apparently means uh funneling is like a bastard. Okay. Um so like a wan which I believe they used as a term for mother or a mm. parental unit that was by themselves. I don't know my 13 my 14th century Scottish history that well besides the plague. Well, I don't blame you, but uh, apparently it's noteworthy because it won the Booker Prize and is written in a lowbrow Scottish dialect. Poor people make out the best slang, without a doubt. Yeah, always. They're not living in the rules. Language works its way up. It's odd. It's like a ladder. Yeah. It's odd that that's one of the things that does that. Not very many. I feel like. Fashion. I was going to say. Culture in general sometimes can do that. Yeah. The the well, it has to be accepted by everybody before the elites can be like true. You know. And food sometimes has done that, and it's like yeah. kind of come full circle with food, where it's like now the simpler things, where it's like old Italian dishes, is where it's like four ingredients and you just perfect it. Right. Well, I think that they do that a lot in like. But I think language is the prime example of it. Literally goes tier to tier working its way up starts yeah. at the bottom until like culture vultures vultures take it yes. and then like you know stars celebrity people at the top and then it gets into like movies and television shows stuff like that i bet that they are like trying out words sometimes like people who are like man i really need a good banger of a descriptive word i think they just say shit like i don't know like I feel like the it starts at the bottom. They're just out experiencing the most stuff. That's fair. Like what rich people are sitting at home, what are they they look at the same fucking giant ass house, what are they gonna think of a new yeah. word? No. I mean, they have more access to information. They do, but information doesn't always lead to create creativity. That's true, and whenever they do that, it's like like if it's somebody who's a high education level, like they coin a term. And it's like very unique, and then it's a nerd thing. Yeah, I don't know. That's it. It's a fucky. It's a little mind trip to go down that whole wormhole, thinking how like words are invented and become popular. I feel like rap music has a lot to do with it. I think all music has a lot to do with it. I do too. Yeah, I would just say in this day and age, that's probably the most prevalent. Yeah. All right. What What else we got? Sav MDB. What was your what the feed? The sexting class. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Okay. No, don't fuck any of them. No, the class. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, not the kids. The class. What is the class made up of? A syllabus, structure. Good rebuttal. Good rebuttal. Way to stay on your toes there. Oh, all I can think of is like fucking Mr. Smith is not fucking him, but he is (laughs) leading this class. And this is guy going to work every day. Looking forward to that, and it's 
fucking creeps me the fuck out. Funny that you said Mr. Smith. We had a teacher in middle school named Mr. Smith, and he, we broke him. Like, there was one time he left the room, and we put up porn on the projector. Oh, God. You you were those kids? My school was bad. One time, the only time we ever really fucked with a teacher is we, right when, uh, like, a computer mouse started going from the ball to, like, the infrared scanner or whatever yeah. on the bottom, we figured out that if you put, like, a piece of tape or a post-it note on the bottom, right. the mouse wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't figure it out, and he lost it, and he just threw the mouse against the wall, and it shattered. And it went from being like a funny little joke to like, oh shit. Yeah, this man had like issues because of us. Well, it wasn't just like my class; like it was literally every class. Like I wasn't in the porn class, but like it was. I you guys had a porn have... class too. No wonder you fucking know about that, huh? I had study hall right before his class, and there was a point in time where we made 300 paper airplanes to throw in that class. That's too many paper airplanes. It was a bombardment. You guys just wasted like a whole tree. It looked like London, World War II. Oh, God. You were really shitting on Europe today, bringing up the plague, World War II. Nah. Okay. What have they right. done for me recently? Oh <laughs> shit. Um I would love to visit him. I I would like to go over. Yeah. Uh so my SAP MDB this week is Brockmeyer. Uh some movies that you should watch or TV shows. Brockmeyer follows a washed up uh MLB announcer. Play by play? Yeah. Uh he, you know, runs his own booth. He's just a drunkard who uh dabbles a little bit in other narcotics and you know, it's just his journey to get addict. back to the big leagues. Definitely addicted to alcohol. Probably cocaine as well. Probably sex. Oh, without a doubt. As well. Well, he is not as bad as his wife because that's the whole, like, kickstart of the show is he walked in on his wife cheating on him and he got too drunk in the booth and, like, started, you know, going on a rant. Uh, and it actually starts in Kansas City. So it's a good little watch. It's funny. It is a good show. Um, I've caught bits and pieces before and then now that Alex watching it, catching vision pictures, bits and pieces again uh dave little dickie's yeah. new show finally wrapped up amazing for a first time executive producer writer director star in a television series i thought that dave bird did an amazing job yeah i i don't disagree with any of that i um i, I think enjoyed it front to back yeah i think it's definitely worth a watch if you have hulu like it's you're not going to waste your time much better than I thought it would be, to be honest. For sure. Yeah. And some people might not be 100% sold after the first couple episodes. I think, like, episode two or three, there was an extremely funny, like, little bit. I feel like the first couple of them were, like, more comedic to draw you in, and then it really fleshed out the characters in a realistic way yeah. that impressed me by both the acting and the writing every time. I would have to agree. Great. Let's move on. Westworld. Okay. Finale. Yes. Season three. Uh-huh. Thoughts. It's okay. Really? Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought... I mean, it's my least favorite Westworld se- season. I, that's my thing overall. I don't think it was as good as the la- last episode. Like, that was the peak. Last episode. Yeah, I mean, me. they had to tear everything down in season two, though, to make season two as good as it was, so now they're building fresh. And I think that this is 100% like a... It's a build glue season. Yeah, for the next season. And thus, we can't properly rate it until we see where it's going. 
you know, if it doesn't pan out, then this was completely trash. I think that there were a couple things. One, I never saw manga. And I talked about this. Never saw an enemy bullet like actually hit someone. Well, I think that there were very annoying. They were like, it was like the stormtroopers. Some of them, like the humans I get, you can realistically kind of say, hey, they're inaccurate. Yeah, they're humans. The androids have been shaky about it. The hosts, yeah. They haven't really been on fire, per se. Except for one of them. True. That actually, she was on fire. I thought that there were some juicy, juicy bits at the very end, though. This girl is on fire. Oh, Alicia Keys? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> sorry um, add man i don't yeah. know <laughs> uh i thought that there's some some pretty big little hanging notes that'll go into season four that could make it super interesting i thought going into it Sirach might be a hologram just in total so i'm glad there was that he was a real person we we were talking about it here that rehoboam was controlling him and whether it was right. he was a host and rehoboam right. had control or whether it was just like talking to him and it was just talking to him right yeah, they showed the little earpiece. Yeah. yeah. But there was, I thought the bits after the credits with Bernard, with the man in black, with Excited. Hale, who's actually Dolores, because they keep Dolores in the show still now. Right. So, because I was like, fuck, Dolores is gone. But I think that she's. Spoiler alert. An improved version of herself. Different. I think it's completely different. I don't think improved is the right word. I think it's just down a different path, like the evil side, because she said, I picked the right choice, which is taking over the world with hosts, not saving the human race, which is what the uh, the good Dolores was doing. The bad Dolores is now creating an army of hosts led by the man in black, who's a trillionaire, maybe mm-hmm. the company, what devs just got or not devs, uh, Delos. What a crossover. Delos just got bought. So for I'm assuming the motherfucking bag, yeah. Be interesting. We're gonna see what they do with all that money. Uh, all right. So anything else on there? Let's two step. Let's go dancing. All right. So the last dance, episode five, five and, and six. six. I think they're still building. I think they're continuing to get better, and I enjoy all of them. Alec has his beefs. Should we save the, your beefs for the end? Here's my thing. At the end of the day, it's entertaining. You can't yes. deny that. 100%. It is improved, and they have touched a little bit more on the things that I was worried about. Like, I didn't think that they would really go into the gambling and such. I really Oh, like... I think it's going to get real dark next episode. I hope so. Okay. If MJ isn't made out to be a bit of a villain... They're not going to do that. His dad's going to die in the next episode. That's part of the storyline. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Like, it's not true journalism. They're not, like, the person has, you're not going to make a uh, show about yourself and be like, yeah, I was kind of a fucking dumbass and an idiot and an asshole all through these parts. But then now it's like, I'm um, good here. People already know. Like, if you were alive, you already <laughs> know what MJ was doing. It's not, they're not writing an unwritten story. He's wanting to show the highlights of his life and give entertainment. It was supposed to be running concurrently during the NBA Finals. A very whitewashed version of uh, his life. To a certain degree. I mean, they are so. showing him going to Atlantic City during the NBA Finals. 
which was made. Let's get into we'll we'll get into that here in a second. So we'll start with episode five, mm-hmm. which correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure starts with basically Nike blowing the bag. There's maybe something before that. Well, I think it's uh, the shoe thing they talk about. I don't or not Nike Adidas blowing the bag. Oh, them screwing up. Adidas fucked up because they Nike signed Jordan for his original contract of a quarter million dollars. And in that first year, they sold one hundred and twenty million dollars worth of Air Jordans. They sold four times worth their projected revenue. He made less than a quarter percent or he was paid like less than a quarter percent for the associated sales. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, obviously now he's a billionaire and there's nothing to complain about. And he's already had always had plenty of money. But it was just looking back that they're basically like, yeah, fuck it. We'll sign it like quarter million dollars in 1984 to a rookie. That yeah. was unheard of. Oh, absolutely. But hey, it worked out. And it led to them basically getting LeBron. I mean, Adidas had a close. They were cheating a lot, but they had a close ability to get LeBron. But I mean, it's landed them. Two of the biggest. They also got Kobe in the meantime. I think the thing that it just makes me wonder is what would the fashion landscape be like today? Without Jordans? Well, or if I Jordans mean, were Adidas? Right. Or if Jordans were Converse? Are Yeezys now Nike? What do you mean? Like is is the Yeezy our generation's version of the Jordan? I feel like Adidas was like before the Yeezys and they had these like ultra boosts, like they were kind of slipping and slacking. Like, Oh, they definitely were. They don't have that if they're the Jordan brand. Yeah. There's no lull, right? Like Like, Nike's never had a true lull because there's always been Jordans coming out. And then as the Jordans are coming out, they're getting new athletes Mm -hmm. like LeBron James, who grew up wanting to wear Jordans. Like he didn't grow up wanting to be like, Oh, I need those new, Fucking Adidas, the three stripes, yeah. Whereas now kids are kind of growing up like, oh, yeah, the Yeezys, those are fucking fire. Like, they're growing up Adidas fans. Whereas I felt like in the 90s and early 2000s, there wasn't anybody who was growing up an Adidas shoe fan. No. I didn't know anybody. Yeah, so Nike's just been, since 84, on the up. Yeah. So there was that. Unless you ask children... In foreign countries. Why you gotta do that? Just look at it holistically, man. That's the holistic take? I think that they're on the up and up, but uh, okay. So then Jordan played that fucking all-star game. Was it the all-star? No, it was the 1998, the last game in Madison Square Garden Mm -hmm. in the Jordan 1s, 14 years later after they came out. Yeah. Did they not improve the technology that much in the shoe? Because he was talking about how they he had blisters for him. They were the original ones. Oh, like they were like the OG. They might have been the, I don't think they really explained it. They might have been the first ones he wore. I then. guess they might not have been like nowadays they're making Jordan ones. Yeah. With like the new technology. Like it looks the same, but mm-hmm. it's the night. It's the better shoe. I wouldn't want to play a basketball game in today's pair of Jordan ones. I, honestly, most of them I wouldn't want to play basketball. In. Yeah. It's something. I mean, no uh. wonder. I feel like. Knee problems, just people had to have shin splints all the time and like blisters. I don't know. It was just funny when he's like, "Look how far innovations come," and he's just pointing at. I don't even. I'm not a sneakerhead, so I don't know what Jordan it was, but None it wasn't a good looking me. one to me. I don't know. I thought it was interesting that he laced up his shoes every time, though. So I I also noticed that because it's like 
I think there was just part of that. There's a couple of things I was thinking of, like Jordan's like that true, like, I'm just going to, I do it all myself. Like uh-huh. he's always been like, I take on the responsibility. I do it all myself Two, He's a perfectionist and he either had somebody do it some other time and they fucked it up or he doesn't want somebody to fuck his shoes up or three. It was like the, like, it was like meditation. Like it was the peace and quiet That's before what I the thought, game. Like pre-game ritual. Yeah. Like I, whenever I played sports, I very much like I tied my shoes this way at a certain yeah. time. So I think it was may, maybe even a combination of all those things. Like sure. don't want somebody to fuck it up. So I've always done it myself and now it's become a pre-game ritual. Yeah. So there was that. There was the Kobe part that was sad. He was in there. We knew he was going to be in there, but still rough. But when he's like, see you, see you down the road, tear just. Ran down my cheek. I can't be funny. I don't have anything to add. That's what I thought. Uh, then it also That's got fucked up. It also got into the politics a little bit at the end, which is something I never knew. I I knew the whole Republicans buy sneakers too, which is just a fucking. You know he wasn't like paying attention, really trying to give a full. Quote. Here's the thing: that was just off the cuff. Who don't care about politics? They truly just don't care. They don't yeah, follow don't, it. They don't have any don't idea. Th- yeah. I don't think he gave a fuck at all about that. No. He was going to get his back. Whoever was elected was not truly going to, you know, impact him. I think if he cared about politics, like being Michael Jordan, he would have been like, whoever I care about is going to win. Or like, I'm going to do it so I can win. Like, I don't think he's someone to ever put his faith in somebody else and be like, yeah, I'm going to back him so that he can win. And then they lose. And it's like, you're ruining my perfect reputation. Uh, Then we also have the dream team. Yeah. Which was awesome. With that practice footage. Really cool. Of them just going at it. Yeah. Like, I, I could watch that on YouTube for a, an hour or two. I love how Magic Johnson passes the ball. It's beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. It's poetry in motion. Just like that big, I don't know, he's 6'10". He's huge. Yeah. And he's just like moving it around in his ad libs for it. It's like, and he's like throwing the ball. Having a good time. For sure. And then also having a bad time because once Jordan started beating his ass, he like threw the ball up in the stands. I think it was just a true passing of the torch, which they talk about. That was the whole point of it, yeah. Yeah. So then we Way had to pull that out. Oh yeah, you know I I I do the deep dive capital J journo stuff. Then we had episode six, which I thought was even though five was entertaining, six was what people like. What you said, it's what people have been wanting. It's like absolutely we wanted Jordan to see this gambling side of him and to see him let's raise the stakes out on the, yeah. Out on the golf course with a fucking, with a golf hustler writing him a check for $57,000 and saying, Oh, I just loaned him some money. And then he had to go into court and he's like, yeah, I'm paying debts. (laughs) I'm paying golf debts. I think that the way that he talked to his golf ball at the time and the way that he approached just showed how addicted he was to gambling and how bad he was at golf. Exactly. Like he, he's yeah. just not good. Like granted, I don't want it. He could probably beat me in golf, but at like compared point. to some of the other guys he was playing with, which I'm sure he got, he beat him every now and again. And I'm sure he like Scotty Pippen talked in one of the first episodes, how he gave him a set of golf clubs early just so he could take his money. Yeah. Like he was like trying to recruit bad people to play with him. Uh, but the, I'm not a gamble. I'm not addicted to gambling. I'm addicted to competing or what? How, let me get the direct. If quote. I was truly addicted to gambling, I would be selling my rings. I would be selling my house. Yeah. Like, my I don't family have a be starving. Yeah. 
He said, get out of here. He said, no, because I can stop gambling. I have a competition problem, a competitive problem. That's what he said. There's a bit of truth to that, but still off base. I mean, that's what I'm going to say forever and always when anybody talks about me gambling. Yeah. Like, I don't have a gambling problem. I'm just a competitor. I just want to win. Do you have more on that? Because I got something to gamble on, actually, now that uh, you've piqued my interest. Let me... I mean, like anything else on The Last Dance? Yeah. You love shitting on it. At least my takes are a little bit more nuanced. No. They're yeah. just against the grain. That's all you care about doing is you You don't like... Both can be true. Not true. You just can't go... You're like... Oh, everybody likes this, so I need to hate it. It is wildly entertaining. I'll say that again. Yeah. Like, you, did you expect it to be this, like, historically accurate and, like, deep dive journalism piece? I thought that... Because you're dumb if you did. I thought that whoever made it... Michael Jordan. With this footage... Would his be footage. a better filmmaker than they are. He literally had the creative process. It was him. His, his footage... They had to pitch to him what they're going to do with it, and then he had to say, okay. Yeah, do better. Then they just get, like, in your version of do better is this them getting denied making this. He wouldn't have allowed it. We don't know what's going on. No, the cuts, the way that it is progressing, like, the way that That's the not what you were line, saying to start this. That is That was my beef. Go back and listen. Not today. I'm talking about what you're saying today. You're like, they should paint him out to be a bad person. No. I'm not I don't want him to be a bad person. I just want to see all sides of his character. Yeah, and they're not going to do that. That's they're not going to try to make him look bad. Okay. The overall point of this is the fact that filmmaking wise, you don't like that it's jumping from like 98 to 92. The cinematography to... of the actual shots is great. The consistency of the documentary and storytelling terrible. Interesting. I don't I mean I don't agree. Cool. Let's uh, get back to gambling. Okay. What do you have? We're back, baby. We are back. This week, we got baseball on ESPN. The Korean baseball, I think, organization, it's KBO, uh, starts this week. ESPN is showing one game per day of the Korean Baseball League. I think there's like eight what time? 12 teams. Don't know. Okay. I think that they're going to like re-air it sometime during the day. Honestly, I don't really know the time difference, but I got a team already. Let's hear it. The NC Dinos. I was very scientific, went deep dive into the stats, and wanted to know who has earned my fandom. And the way that I did that, do you know how? How? The best bat flips. I just saw that one guy that was who was awesome. flipping. The one that was off balance that I sent you? I think so, probably. This dude is bigger than David Ortiz, goes up to the plate. We can tweet it out from the pod account. and Like fat or bigger? Yeah. Okay. Because David Ortiz is like tall, too. Yeah, no. Uh, who's the... Oh, my God. Who's the pitcher that looks like uh, Otto... Yeah, uh, Bartolo Colon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I remember. You right. sent me. I'm like, David Ortiz is a fucking big dude. Yeah. No, no wide. I'm talking yeah, yeah. Wide. You're talking low center of gravity. Base hit, completely loses balance, 360s, bat flips afterwards, all for base hit. The one that I was seeing had like a very similar swing to like uh, 
Locaine, mm. the like moonshot over the shoulder wraparound. And then when he would just let go forward, he would just like swing his arms forward and let go of the bat. Yeah. They just launch him. And so. it's like that, yeah, that first, the baseball purists are not going to be happy. No. And I'm glad they're not going to be happy at all. They're going to start canceling their ESPN subscriptions. Let them. This is sports. And when gamble. they, and if they aren't in English, the baseball purists are going to lose. I wonder mind. if that's why that they're going to like wait a day to, they might dub it. it. Or if they, I'd, what if they hired somebody to call them? They could. I don't know how many English speaking announcers are over there. Cause it'd be hard to get I'm one. saying there. somebody here rewatches the game and calls it. Interesting. Like we get a Tim Kirkshin after the fact. I think I'd want somebody who's not going to like, I'm liking what ESPN is doing currently with the last dance. They just did this with the Alex Smith. Forgot to talk about the Alex Smith doc, which was if if you have a queasy stomach, don't watch it, but they're doing this whole, like they're bringing back cussing. Yeah. Like they're letting the TVMA go. So I want, if we're going to do Korean baseball, like let's do it right. Let's be like, and he hit another fucking home run, baby. Let's go. Awesome. I want that. So I don't want like Tim Kirch. I want like some like minor league announcer who doesn't give a fuck. Who's trying to just build their reputation and is going to go balls to the wall and be like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good like catchphrase for this. Tim Kirch and situations that aren't professional. I want like really good Joe Buck unleashed. Cause like That'd when he wild. goes on like pardon my take, he'll just cuss and he doesn't give a fuck. Oh, he's kind of, he like plays his Joe Buck bit a little bit in Brockmire, but you also get to see he like said, both sides. He's said in interviews, like he'll drink in the booth every night, like have a beer to just like loosen up. Yeah. Like, let me get Joe Buck up there off like 16 beers. Love it. Like just ripping them. Just quits trying to pronounce the names. <laughs> yeah. Just, he just starts calling them like 12 and 22. Like he, he just completely gives up. Bad mustache is now up to the plate. Yeah. And we all got that old bat flipping son of a bitch back up here. <laughs> Honestly, I would love a new age and an old age where we get somebody who's young and loves it and an old guy who's just bitching the whole time. Yeah. It'd be, oh man, I wish they would just make, like, I don't fucking care. Air it at 10 p.m. I'll stay up and I'll watch it and give me the TVMA with no commercial. I know you'd probably have to do commercials. I don't know. Still, because baseball game would take a while. You could do. You could speed it up. Yeah. Do like the the sped up version, if especially if you're gonna have somebody over here replay, like recall it. Right. Well, speaking of things taking a while and coming back. You talking about me? No. No. Way to be conceited, though. So this week, we have not we the universities of Missouri and the state that. Also shouldn't be a state. Just say it. I'll bleep it out. Mm. Okay. Sorry. I had to hold that down. Um, you want me to go get you a bowl? That'd be fantastic. Okay. I saw 25, 2025? 2025. In Columbia, 2026. And the town that starts with an L, so you probably know everything you need to know. And mm, yeah. Yeah. And then 30 and 31, Columbia, and then back there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're gonna? I would. I wouldn't mind adding an Arrowhead game in. I wouldn't either, but I think they need to drum it back up. Yeah, it it'll fill. Like we've clearly shown that when we play them, like when we played that exhibition basketball game at mm-hmm. the Sprint Center on a Sunday, 
sold out almost immediately. Student tickets were gone in less than a minute. Less than five minutes, the whole thing sold out. And it was a complete 50-50 split. Mm-hmm. Power and light was insane. Yeah. I'm very excited. I got in a Twitter argument. Well, I spent half an hour just downvoting people on Reddit who were anti-Mizzou people. Like I got this some of the stupid people, the SEC people on Twitter, they're just trying to get clicks because it's for them it's very easy to make fun of Mizzou. And so they're saying shit and then like they're making fun of the they're like, oh, why is Mizzou excited to play? And I was like, do you guys not understand how rivalries work? Like they played the first game in 1891. It was the historically, it had the most rivalry games played between any two teams until they stopped. And then it took a couple years and some other teams caught up and passed them. And the rivalry is still alive because the paper out of and the one in Columbia, they actually, Mizzou leads overall, just so everybody knows. In football. Yeah. It's Mizzou posted 57 wins and they posted 56 because they had to forfeit a game. They had won, but they had to forfeit it. So uh, Mizzou counts it as a W. It's so tight. But yeah, I had some guy from the who's an Arkansas fan who's like chirping me about it. And I was like, your university is only 20 years older than the rivalry. Yeah. Like the University of Arkansas was founded in 1871. Yeah. Shut I know, the fuck up. I mean, the like, I'm Civil sorry that, War historic I'm sorry they suck at football. Like that's not my fault. As a Mizzou fan, that is not my fault. I hate them no matter what. I think my biggest beef about it is whenever they're like, well, all Mizzou cares about is football. Like, that's all they have. It's like, no. I want to play them in basketball, too. We're pretty much better than you at everything except basketball. And I want to play them in basketball. Yeah. Our women's team would beat you. Our softball team has already beat you. Our volleyball team would beat you. Our track and field team is better than yours. I'm pretty sure our club hockey team beats them. Yeah. We'd probably beat them at curling. Oh, that would be wild. I now I kind of want to see it. I want to play them in disc golf. Darts. Oh, a darts, a darts match <laughs> oh at Power my and God. Light. <laughs> at Power and Light, yeah. playing on the main stage. One hundred eighty. Like when it, boy, Dude. you talk about <laughs> you talk about getting rowdy. That would be. Now we have to set that up somehow. Yeah, my mind is just going wild of like possibilities. Fuck, that would be awesome. Just pregaming all day for a fucking big darts match. Yeah, the chants are going to be awesome because it was just also announced that they have received word that they're going to get five level one violations from the NCAA, and level one is the highest. Yeah, it's like it the DEFCONs. Correct. Yeah, exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. It's exactly like the. Now Defcons. that we know what that means. Yes. <laughs> now that we're an informed podcast, I oh, it's just. I'm already excited. Like I can just tell my energy level is rising. I felt so good just downvoting them. Every single one just gave me a little bit of a chuckle and a happy feeling. 2020 is starting to turn around. Yeah. 100%. Knock on wood. True. Well, I really hope so. Birth month for me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big time. I'm just excited. I think it's going to be, no matter what, what people outside the rivalry don't understand is it's so much fun. It's I've never... It's always been fun to hate the fuck out of them. Best sporting event the shit I ever went to was that was the Arrowhead game. With the, the turf, turf and the helmet. Yeah. Oh, I was on that end zone. Talk about like Mizzou porn. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is, every bar. Like most of the bars have the like the meme of that mm-hmm. like hanging up. Still, 
So good. It's hard to find a song played at Piano Bar here in Columbia that there's not a fuck KU inserted into at least a couple times a night. Yeah. If they would play Mr. Brightside at the game, mm. that's mm. Nirvana. Yeah. That's peak. One of the guys who was online said that his biggest uh, beef with Mizzou was the fact that they chanted SEC in their last game. As we beat them? Yeah. In the conference tourney? Yep. Fucking pussies. He said, I'm man enough to admit it that these (laughs) children got under my skin. And they're so mad. I'm man enough to admit these 18-year-olds are pieces of shit. (laughs) He's so pissed off. He let a bunch of fucking drunk 18 to 22-year-olds just ruin his probably... Next 15 years. Yeah. I mean, that happened in like 2012, 2013. So it's been almost a decade, and he's still he just boiling up, about yeah. it. Wakes up in a cold Hearing sweat. SEC chances. SEC. SEC. Probably never been to a football as, game as since. As Kim English holds up the Big 12 championship trophy. Phil Pressey was fouled. That facts. Bars. <laughs> Spitting. They'll just, like, there was random things in there that were, like, Imagine thinking this was a foul and like somebody who uh, didn't know in the Reddit thread what they were talking about saw a picture and they're like, uh, what? Like somebody yeah, linked yeah, it? The, yeah, like the people who are unaware, like that's that. Are you guys being sarcastic? Or yeah. Are you being like for real? What's going on? It, they're almost a parody of themselves. That's, uh, man, that's going to be fun. Yeah. And we might get football because SEC is thinking of, if necessary, playing alone this year. Which would be. Where do you think they would play? Like, it's, it's still going to be like they still go to the stadiums and it's just there with no fans. Probably depends on the state. Is it just going to be like everything's at Bama? We just take, we rotate. I don't know. Like, are they going to make sure everybody's like a couple of seats away from each other? Honestly, just a dumb idea in general. That because be if tough, you're going to get you're taking to your piss, getting to your seat, yeah, SEC you can by tell, people. you can sell beer now. So mm-hmm. then, like, the piss line is always out the door. Yeah. But June 1st, they're going to. Like make decisions try to reconvene yeah that's what uh it'll be interesting is. now that some of the states are opening up georgia's getting destroyed now they just they decided to open up mm-hmm. so we'll see but I, i'm excited both of us are excited everyone should be excited pumped fuck you if you're trying to take this away from us just like that state did for years because they're bitter they're butthurt they're so butthurt. They're man enough to admit They're though. so mad that we left a conference that wouldn't pay us money for a TV deal for a conference that pays us 30-some million dollars a year for a TV deal. My favorite revisionist history is the fact that they're like, yeah, well, you, you're the one who left us just to rot here. One, what sort of correlation did we have with you? We're not the first original yeah, We're not your big, friend. Yeah, we're not the first original Big 8 team to leave. And True. they tried to leave too. Yeah. They were shopping. Nobody wanted them. They were dumb if they weren't shopping. Yeah, 100%. Because we know who's going to take, like the Longhorn Network took over, and then they don't see anything from that. Correct. Man, that was fun. I could do four hours about that. Oh, oh, I There'd be a lot of leaps. We'd get back into the whole history of it and go through. That's what, oh, real quick. So I was having that beef on Twitter, and I was like DMing Jake Sergis about it, and he had the funniest comment. About the guy who was like, well, they suck at football. You shouldn't be excited. And he he replied back to me and he was like, sorry, when the rivalry started during the Civil War, they weren't concerned about how KU's football team was going to be in 2020. 
they were uh, still doing musket practice. Yeah, like competition. There was a fucking drummer out in the yeah. battlefield, man. They weren't fucking concerned about how the football team was going to be doing. They thought there was going to be flying car. They didn't even know what a car was. Yeah, true. What do you think that they had? Horse and buggy races? Something. I'm trying to. What I mean? Basket foot, weaving. I would assume like foot races. They just yeah. would sprint. Basket weaving had to be up just there. Just fighting. Yeah. They're just bare knuckle boxing. I don't know. Butter turning contest? Yes. That's a good one. Uh, most ears of corn picked per hour. What if they had like like the horse and buggy races and then they had like that pit crew? Like you pull in and they're like they're like replacing a wheel, you know? I would love if they're they like, replaced horses. They're like giving the horse some food yeah. and water in the middle instead of gas. And like I just imagine they're holding the like carrots out in front of the horses. Yeah, yeah. Like they like let them eat it real quick and they like gotta string up a new one. Yeah. And I would love if there was like a second person on who would like like get me close and they're like oh, pushing yeah. the wagon. Almost like Mario Kart, they got shit yeah. to throw yeah, yeah. out they the got back like of the orange, wagon. They got like tomatoes that they're just chucking out the back. Like fuck you! Just, oh, love it. Fuck yeah, that's a good idea. I'm we're full. That Hallmark card, they're gonna fucking steal that from me, and I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> Didn't we have the like businesses that we would make segment for a while? Maybe we should bring that back. I mean, that's just us giving free ideas. Yeah, that's true. We need to start monetizing these. That would be fantastic. Let's now's uh, mount maybe the time. Let's sponsor ourselves with our. Uh, revenue from these ideas yeah i mean if if hallmark wants to cut me a motherfucking check please do so but i know it's kind of tough times tough for me as well hallmark you're a big business with a big hub or even based out of kansas city i don't know shit about hallmark they have a, in like uh liberty they have a giant fucking hub hmm. fun fact it's, it's a hard ha- rain it's hailing oh fuck my car your car rip yeah it hailed the other day i know i was driving at the time oh the worst mm-hmm. speaking of the worst andy dalton signed, oh, I forgot more things. signed by the cowboys mm-hmm. red rifle three times as much as Jameis winston was signed by to back up drew Brees with a third of the touchdowns yeah about as many interceptions yeah <laughs> Something doesn't correlate. Jameis Winston with the quote of the fucking century. I just don't understand this. I tweeted it from the pod account on a Zoom call with the Cowboys. He said after his LASIK surgery, he can now read license plates and see street signs that he could not previously. How is that? He said it's improved his depth perception. Are you serious? And I guess that everybody was talking like, oh, you can't be mad at him. The like the studies say you shouldn't get LASIK surgery until you're 25 because your eyes are still developing, blah, blah, blah. He can still buy fucking contacts. My thing. Wear yeah. rec specs. Like, get over yourself. Yeah. Be If you want to be better. Is that not part of the physical he has to take? It has to be. But you know he was squinting like a motherfucker. He's in there fucking eyes peeled. That's, I still can't get over the fact that he said that he stole those crab legs because it's less of an NCAA violation. Yeah. Literally more legal in the eyes of the NCAA to steal the crab legs than to get them, receive them as a gift. Whoever found that loophole, good lawyer. Yeah. You ever hurt? Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Uh, so do you want to get into your favorite parts of quarantine or do we want to save that? We can save that. Let's save that. We're already a a chunk in. I think this is a good episode. We can go ahead and wrap it. So you got 
closing remarks. We're going to put the snack bracket out. Yes, the final the snack finals. bracket. The finals. Reese's yeah. versus Oreos. Correct. Please vote. For Reese's. Or for Oreos. I love that we're pitted against each other in this one. It, it's like Oreos my two was children, kind of though. your like thing. And like since we've been going through the snack bracket, I've been like trying these snacks a little bit more, become more of a cheesy guy. We talked about this. And I have a pack of Reese's in the fridge right now. You do? You've been eyeballing them? Obviously. <laughs> you think I haven't counted them? <laughs> There's only like two of them left. Yeah. You know, if there were seven, I would have taken them. Yeah, there's a dangerous uh, low number Yeah, there. it's too easy to keep track of. <laughs> it's like you can eat on the... Like if somebody has like Cheez-Its, for example. It's like yeah. if the box is three quarters full, like fuck yeah, you can have a handful. Nobody's mm-hmm. ever going to know. That box gets down, only a couple handfuls yeah. left. You got to just kind of leave it. Oh, 100%. I, I bought a new box of Cheez-Its because I was like, I'm just going to eat all of this. Yeah. So They're I had to make good. sure that I bought them before I dove in. Yeah, but be on the lookout. Oreos versus Reese's. That does it for this week. We'll see you guys next week. I love you guys. I was going to say that. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought it back. Yeah. Sneaky, I bought it.